Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Danielle Buccilli about her wedding at the Wedding Pavilion and her reception at the Summer House at the Grand Floridian. I thought you guys would be interested to hear about how she chose those locations and how she planned everything and how everything turned out. So welcome, Danielle. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'd love to start at the very beginning and find out how you decided that you wanted to have a Disney wedding. Awesome. Well, I am a Disney fanatic, and well, my family is from Buffalo, New York, and we're season pass holders. So (laughs) I don't know what that says. My whole life has revolved around Disney, and we go about three times a year, and I just love it. I love it so much that I always knew I wanted a Disney wedding, and one day I'd have it, and it was the most magical day ever, and I wouldn't change a thing. I just think about it every single day and my whole family does and it was the best time ever. That's fantastic. So how did they react at first when they found out where your wedding was going to be? I don't think it was a shock to anybody. I mean, (laughs) if I could pick up and move and live there, I would. It's my dream to live by Disney World one day. Hopefully it'll happen. Everyone was so excited and I'm sure there was a few people who were like, there's no way we could do it. But ultimately, it was going to be at Disney. We just wanted a small, just a small, quiet wedding, nothing big and extravagant. And we're older, so it was just about family and being together and being at the most magical place in the world, (laughs) to us anyway. (laughs) That's wonderful. So how many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? So I believe we invited about 50 And we had 30 adults and five kids come. Got it. Did you set up a room block for your guests? We did, but that was a little difficult. So we stayed at Grand Floridian and our room block, we had Coronado Springs and then we picked all-star movies. And I think the room block was a little bit of a headache because we literally had to call everyone and make sure... It kind of put pressure on our guests. Like, do you guys want to, you got to like do your room block right away. I need to call. Kind of like pressuring your guests. I mean, ultimately it worked out and everyone stayed at those resorts, but it was like a little bit of a struggle. Plus there was a cheerleading event happening and all the all-star resorts were booked up. Pretty much all the resorts got booked up. So those last people who didn't get in the room block had to find a hotel, but it was that time of year because we got married December 6th. So <sighs> I guess that's when like all the cheerleaders come down and they have like a big event for them, which I did not know about, but <laughs> everything worked out. <laughs> so then how did you choose that day of the week and time of day for your wedding? You know what? We did not have a day in mind. I just knew that 
we were going to either do it in November because I wanted to either be there for the Boo to You Halloween Parade or the Merry Christmas Parade. <laughs> and I thought from being in disc brides, just looking at some of the bride's photos at Christmas time, I knew I wanted to have it when it was decorated for Christmas. So one of the disc brides said that the first two weeks in December was super good because the crowds were less. So I just called Disney Weddings and that day was available. So I picked it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing really special about it, but everything was decorated and everything was like available that day. So that's the reason why we picked that day. And how did you choose the time of day? I kind of just had our coordinator do it all because I knew I wanted a dessert party. So it kind of had to go along with what time that was going to be at. So, oh my goodness, it was like an all-day event. And I would not change it. And I was pooped by the end of the day. Let's see, we got married at noon at the pavilion. Our reception was from 2 to 6 at Summer House. And then the dessert party was at 9 or 9.20, I think it started, at Epcot. Got it. So how did you choose those venues for the ceremony, reception, and dessert party? My husband now, we stay at Grand Floridian. We're spoiled. I love it there. But like, don't want to try anywhere else. I just love it so much there. We've seen a wedding there. Once, one time we went there and I'm like, I always wanted to get married outside. I never wanted like a ballroom. So it just fit. It looked perfect for her wedding. And I knew that's right where I wanted to. That's great. And how did you choose your dessert party venue? Just by the pictures online and disc rides. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, that website is amazing. For all the brides out there, need to join that group because it was so helpful. Just all the little tips and tricks. I think the dessert party at Epcot was so nice because it was private. It was at the UK Lockside. So you got your own like little private dessert party with the fireworks and it was just so nice not being in a crowd or not having your party like at Magic Kingdom have to pay for a ticket to get in. So I just think you get more bang for your buck at Epcot. Definitely. Did you add any kind of entertainment at the reception? I had Charles Miles and luckily I had him before he retired because he was amazing. So I went back and forth with getting a DJ, something that my fiance was like, we only have 30 people. Why do we need a DJ at the time? It was like a big argument for that. And I'm like, cause I don't want an iPod hookup. I don't want to be responsible for having like my maid of honor, who was my daughter, sit there with her iPhone and like play music all the time. Not to mention I have a four-year-old and two-year-old that she had to, you know, swindle in and keep an eye on the whole time. So I'm like, let's just do it. Prices were doubled for the DJ in the month of December on a weekend. So I think it was like three grand for the DJ. And it was a tough one to bite for only 30 people. But we did it and I would not regret it. And he was amazing. He got like, he, you just get the party going. He got everyone up and dancing and the kids loved him. He played Baby Shark. They all <laughs> loved that. <laughs> and with it being outside by the pool, like everyone who was walking by scene and was dancing and shouting congratulations, which he felt like a princess all day long. Now, that is an interesting venue you chose, the Summer House. There's no indoor part of it, and you had a mostly daytime reception. Did you have to do anything extra, like rent umbrellas or anything? I did not, and I was so nervous being from Buffalo 
my family went down on like a Tuesday. And I guess Florida had some kind of cold front come in that week. They said they packed wrong. It's freezing. What are we going to wear for your wedding? We're all wearing short sleeve dresses. And that day turned out to be like 78, 80 degrees. Beautiful blue, sunny skies. It was perfect. I worried about rain. I worried about the cold weather. My mom is pale as can be. I thought I needed to rent some type of shade for her. But no, no, we didn't need anything at all. It was just the way. And I'm not like a person who like decorates everything and is anal about anything. I had the gold chandeliers. I think I had eight tables, all the total. And they put some cocktail tables up to make it look fuller. So they only had 30 people. And that's all you needed. It was beautiful. That's wonderful. Do you have any menu items or cake flavors that you can recommend? I definitely recommend the martini mashed potato bar. That was a hit. They put your mashed potatoes and all the toppings in this cute little martini cup. Everyone loved that. And then I was so hungry, too, and I didn't even really eat because I was so excited the whole day. (laughs) (laughs) And the three, I got a three-tier cake, and I wish I would have got a four-tier cake. Now with 30 people, there was no leftovers, and I wanted those at nighttime. And I was like, I'm getting a three-tier cake because I'm eating all the leftovers because I love cake. And there was none. I was so disappointed. I mean, we did take our top home, and we ate that, too, that night. <laughs> but it's still not the same. I got all three different layers. I got the bottom was a funfetti with the vanilla frosting. The middle was a tropical mousse with the yellow cake, which is like uh, the Dole Whip. That's what they said it was tasted like. And then the chocolate cake with the gray stuff in the middle was our top. But ultimately, that funfetti was so good. That was probably my favorite. (laughs) Oh, and I wish I could have that right now. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any menu items from your dessert party that you recommend? I went with the pizza. And we had brownie cheesecake bites. And then we had the pineapple tidbits or pineapple delight. That's what it was. I only ate the pizza, but the pizza was so good. Even though it was a couple hours after the reception, everyone ate it. Everyone was hungry. Maybe from all that Charles Miles dancing, but that was very well worth it. Because I went back and forth on that too, because I wanted to keep the dessert party on like the lower end of the cost, but I wanted to feed my guests. And, you know, they came all the way from Buffalo. So I'm like, you know what? Let's just get pizza. Everyone loves pizza. And it was a hit. It was so good. (laughs) Did you add a ride mix into your dessert party? No, I didn't. But we did spring for the bus because we were going to take the monorail there for everybody. But my mom's like, no, we have four scooters in our wedding party. So I'll pay for you to get the bus. So we had like this big, you know, the Magical Express that you take. It was that bus (laughs) that picked up all the wedding party and it drove to Epcot and then dropped everybody off at the end which I definitely recommend doing. But actually, speaking of that, I think that was one thing I would actually, if I could, tell my wedding planner. So when you drive home from the dessert party on that bus, you are the last ones to get dropped off. And I get bus sick. Like, if I'm driving, I'm fine. But as a passenger, I get nauseous. 
So driving all of my guests to all those hotels in such a long day, I got sick. And I was like, oh, my God, I think I'm going to throw up. But I didn't. Luckily, thank God. But I think if I could change that, I would ask if we could just say our goodbyes and say thank you to everyone and we be let off first instead of at the end of everyone. Right. Or get your own transportation separately or something. Right. Like I kind of get why they did it so we could enjoy time with our family. But oh my goodness, I had no idea that was going to happen. (laughs) So can you give my listeners a timeline of how the day fit together? Yeah, absolutely. I found my hair and makeup lady, Stacy on Desprites, and she is amazing, Stacy Otto. And she came at four in the morning to the Grand Floridian, and she did my makeup and hair and my maid of honors and my mom's. And that took us to 10, 10.30. And that's when we had, I did have a first look. We had that at 10.30. We took some pictures in the lobby in the Grand Floridian after that. Oh, and I had a first look with my dad, too, before my husband's. And then we got married at noon at the wedding pavilion. And then we had cocktail hour from 12 to 1. And that's when we did some pictures. And then after that, from 2 to 6 was our reception. And then after that, we did some more pictures. And then... We actually had a magical upgrade because when we got in to the Magical Express, when we got off the airplane, it was horrendous. The lady there was a nightmare. And our wedding planner, who does the bookings for Disney, we had to contact her. We got upgraded to the Walt Suite, which Mm -hmm. is on club level in the Grand Floridian. So after the reception... My whole entire family came up to our room because it's like a house up there. (laughs) It was so awesome to have like half of my guests went back to their rooms to change and get in warmer clothes because it did cool off. Once the sun went down, it was kind of chilly. Like everyone wore sweaters. Um, And then everyone came up to my room. We relaxed in the room and we had club level food and I was just ready to just have the ninth hair. It was great. (laughs) So we left our room and went downstairs to the lobby onto the bus. And that's when we went to the dessert party at nine. And then that lasted, what, like an hour, if that. And it was wonderful because David and Vicky knows everyone. And they took us to get some pictures in Paris, France, and Germany. And that was amazing. So I got like a little bridal session at Epcot. (laughs) That's wonderful. So when you were planning, what were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention and your budget? I honestly, I know like my husband was big on the carriage. He wanted me in that carriage more than anything. And I was like, I'm not spending that money for just a little short, quick ride. And he's like, you're getting married at Disney. You kind of have to do that. So that was a big one, but I'm ultimately glad we did that. And I feel like we did every upgrade, but we weren't picky. Like I didn't have any floral arrangements. And luckily there was another wedding after mine that day and she decorated the wedding pavilion. And actually I used hers because I got an email that said, if you wanted for free, would you like these pieces in the pavilion? And they were red, which were my colors. I'm like, 
yeah, sure. Because I wasn't going to decorate it. It's beautiful on its own. So why waste money? It's beautiful. But I got the floral, which were beautiful. Thank you to that bride after me. Um, <laughs> matched my maid of honor's dress perfectly. And I guess the DJ was like a big thing I wanted. And I know the price was crazy because it was a holiday month. And then the dessert party. I just wanted to do something extra for my guests. And that was it. Everything just kind of fit in plan. It was so easy. I mean, we talked to our wedding planner and had it all done and talked to Floral. And she's like, that's it? That's all you want? I'm like, yeah. It was so easy. (laughs) So then what aspects were less important where you saved your money or your effort? Well, I definitely saved on my wedding dress. And it kind of, okay, this is funny. So my husband is big on the show Say Yes to the Dress. And every now and then I'll watch it. I love Randy Finoli on that show. Everyone knows Randy. He booked like on a Monday for me and my mom to go fly out to New York and go try on clothes at Kleinfeld. And I wound up going to a store around the corner of my house here in Buffalo and they had a sample sale going on and like a clearance rack. My mom goes, Oh, I like that one. First one off the rack. That's the one I bought (laughs) on clearance. And it was a Randy Finoli dress. I'm like, perfect. (laughs) And then go figure like a month before we get married, I'm watching say yes to the dress. And I fell in love with a Vanina Tournay, which was like $8,000. I'm like, I didn't get the right dress. Maybe I should go back and try that on. But I was just, I guess, being a little bridezilla. But I didn't. I stuck with my clearance dress and it all worked out. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. So what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? Oh, my gosh. I think just the whole entire day with my family and the magical upgrade of that room where we could have all that family time before the wedding because we got all in on Thursday so everyone was in our room on Thursday and then Friday and just spending the whole entire time with my family was probably the best for me just because they're all they're all getting you know up there and I just want to cherish the moments that I have with them right now. That's wonderful. Did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? For the wedding day No, everything was perfect. I wouldn't change anything. Our wedding was Friday, and then we had a Disney photo shoot at the Magic Kingdom on Tuesday. So I got Stacy back at 3 in the morning to come in and do my hair and makeup. And we did go to the Magic Kingdom, and there was an unexpected guest there who was having a party. Oh my goodness, I forget his name. In Forrest Gump, he plays Lieutenant Dan. Who is that guy? My God, it's on the top of my head. Gary Sinise? Yes. So he was there that morning throwing a big party for, (laughs) like, veterans' families. So that was a shock coming into, like, the whole Magic Kingdom with those people. And we only got, like, two pictures in front of the Magic Kingdom, like the castle, because they were, they, like, shooed us away because he was there. And he was going to put on a show for them. So it started out like really rushed and like two pictures. And it was very rushed and not posed and 
We had no idea what we were doing. So it kind of got us nervous. And then we went to the side of the castle and half our pictures are there. I don't know. I don't even know how to say it. But the end result, I was not happy with the photo session at Magic Kingdom. Hmm. With it being very rushed because of Gary Sinise being there. And our pictures, when we got them back, weren't what we were expecting. The assistant who came with our photographer was in half of our pictures. (gasps) And like you could see him in all the pictures. There was another couple in the groom was in a couple of our pictures carrying his wife's shoes. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, are you serious? I'm looking I'm lo- and I'm like, who's this man in our pictures? So, you know, we just keep going and going. And it was just like, I think there was like 30 pictures taken just in the bathroom of the Rapunzel area. Right. So there was like no diverse pictures everything looked the same every pose looked the same um there's just a lot of technical errors in the pictures so we called disney and we're not that type of people to complain like we had an amazing wedding but we're gonna pay twenty two hundred dollars for a photo session and i have an assistant in it and you expect me to blow that up and put it on cabinets in my living room i don't think that's gonna happen <laughs> So we did wind up calling like three times because they gave us a hard time and they didn't even know. They thought we were like complaining about us and us as a couple looks great in the pictures. And that's what they kept saying. But it's like, no, scroll over and look to the left. Like, I guess we were just more technical looking at everything when they were just focusing on us. So in the long run, we wound up talking to Felix and he was amazing. And he said, it's our mistake. Would you guys like to come back for another photo session? So we have a mini photo session for December plan this year. If, you know, whatever happens with this COVID thing. To come back and redo it. Because it was just nuts. And go figure, I already had my dress steamed and preserved. Mm -hmm. All right. (laughs) Now you can go back and buy the $8,000 dress. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't tempt me, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So with the wedding, was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about, but then it turned out not to be? Probably just like we fought over the money because obviously a Disney wedding isn't like it's expensive. And do you need to pay for a dessert party? And do you need to have... 30 people and do you need that Cinderella's carriage and a DJ and do you need all that and you struggle with it because you know $30,000 is a lot of money would you rather use that on your house or you know going back and forth on stuff like that yeah it was a little back and forth especially the month before the wedding when things get really tense and you have a two-year-old who is in terrible twos and cries all day long. Is she going to be crazy at this wedding? Turns out she was my angel and my four-year-old was the little devil. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just joking. She just had her moments. But no, it was, I think everyone does the whole money aspect because I've seen that in a lot of posts too, like going back and forth. Do you need it or do you want it? And you know what? We went for it. 
we didn't look back. It was done. Everything was planned. And to hear my husband say, you are so right. There's no better feeling than that. I was. (laughs) (laughs) It was great. The whole day was wonderful and he loved it. (laughs) So I take it there's nothing you would have done differently knowing what you know now? Oh my God, if I can make it longer, I would have. (laughs) If I could redo it and relive it, I would do it over and over and over. I would highly recommend everyone. It's just so, and Disney is amazing. The whole entire day, the wedding planners, their assistants, the servers. I I mean, even come down to, we had the buffet at Summer House and having a, a man carry my plate of food and serve me was like, oh my God, thanks. Like just the little things. It was awesome. It was wonderful. No, I wouldn't change a thing. And I think Summer House was amazing. We got the beach too, which my kids played in the sand. And some of my wedding pictures, just me playing with my girls in the sand were Mm. priceless. That's great. Do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney couples? I definitely would get on the Disney Disc Bride group. I think everyone there has wonderful advice. I think we have a whole bunch of vendors that are amazing. I got a whole bunch from the vendors making t-shirts. I had my boutonnieres made and my magic band crystalled. (laughs) I pretty much hit up every vendor, I think, for something. But ultimately, I just would say just don't even stress about it. Let your wedding planner handle a whole bunch of it. I must have emailed Vita like a hundred times towards the end, and she was amazing. That's great to hear. Well, Danielle, I think you've offered a lot of great tips and advice for anyone who's interested in a wedding at Walt Disney World, and I appreciate your taking the time. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. <laughs>